0: Welcome back to the McGregor Podcast. We continue our Passion Week special. Hope that you were able to be with us yesterday. If not, you can sure go back and listen to that one. And I hope you'll subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss a thing. We'll be producing these specials all this week and we're looking forward to being with you. We come now to Tuesday. We're looking at this this week that is called Passion Week, the week uh, that Jesus spent in Jerusalem. Prior to going to the cross on Friday. On Sunday, he enters the city to cries of Hosanna, Hosanna. But as we shared yesterday, those cries were not cries for his authentic salvation. Hosanna means save us now, but they weren't crying out that he would save them from their sin, his ultimate purpose as Messiah. They were crying out that he would save them from the domination of the Roman Empire. And as the week unfolds, it becomes increasingly clear that that is not what he's going to do on tuesday of that week we have the single most documented day in the entire earthly ministry of jesus Uh, it's it's covered extensively in all three of the so-called synoptic gospels hey there's a new term for you synoptic means with one eye you can hear the word optic in there right synoptic means with one eye and that term is used to describe the gospels of matthew mark and luke because they are so often quite similar so they are the with one eye gospels john takes a significant different direction never contradiction but different direction uh sometimes not covering things the synoptics cover and sometimes uh covering extensively things that they don't but just for an example in matthew this one day covers from matthew 21 23 all the way to 26 16 in mark it covers from eleven nineteen 19 all the way to 14 9 and in luke it's from 20 verse 1 to 22 16 so multiple chapters in matthew mark and luke most of the day is spent with teaching in the temple. And through that day, he does an extensive, extensive job of teaching. Uh, The day includes the the teaching in the temple. And then as he departs the city, the uh, great end times message from the side of the Mount of Olives looking back at the city, some Bible scholars call it the Olivet Discourse. It's not about olives. That's not what Olivet Discourse means. It's about... The end of the age, but it was delivered from the Mount of Olives. And then later in the night, there's, a, there's something we'll talk more about. Well, we'll talk more about tomorrow. But what I want to zero in on is this, this moment that is the last thing that happens on this day in the temple. So for context, think about this. This is Jesus during his three-year earthly ministry has time and time again found himself in the temple at Jerusalem. He's worked miracles there. He's taught there. He has encountered his opponents there. There's been a lot of Jesus's earthly ministry that has taken place within the environs of the temple at Jerusalem. This last day of public teaching, he's done a great deal of teaching in the temple, including issuing pretty stinging rebukes of the religious leaders. He is not going to teach publicly in the temple again after Tuesday. This is the grand finale of his temple ministry. So I was curious and decided to do some digging. What are the last moments of Jesus' public teaching ministry in the temple of Jerusalem look like? It's a it's a brief moment. It's documented in Luke 21 and also Mark 12. And I'm going to look at the Mark 12 version today. Mark chapter 12, beginning in verse 41. It's the last paragraph of Mark 12. And he, that's Jesus, sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money into the offering box. Many rich people put in large sums, and a poor widow came. And put in two small copper coins, which make a penny. And he called his disciples to them and said to them, Truly I say to you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the offering box. For they all contributed out of their abundance. But she out of her poverty and has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. It's a classic lesson in joyful generosity with the underscore this time on generosity. For some moments, Jesus had sat there and he'd paid attention to the giving. And giving in the temple was, was a somewhat public activity. And it wasn't hard when a lot of the currency was, was coinage made out of various metals, and the offering collection containers themselves were probably made of metal. And so, when someone came and gave a lot, it could be, it could be noisy, you know, a shower of metal coins into a metal container. And Jesus had observed that. And there's nothing said here about any criticism of the others and their giving he doesn't say that the others giving was something that needed to be you know corrected or or um taught against but he did acknowledge that that when this this widow came up and she had two tiny coins which you had to add together to make a penny uh, often referred to as the widow's mite. m-i-t-e not m-i-g-h-t That she put in those two tiny little coins. And in so doing. Created a giving event. We're still talking about 2000 years later. I've been in ministry for a lot of years. And and most of the years that I've been in ministry. have been in and around administration in churches. And uh, I've seen. I've seen some significant gifts. I've seen amounts given where the. The, the, the check had more than one comma in it, and I know about significant gifts, but I must never forget, and you must never forget either, this story. This is the most significant gift given on a day when people were giving, not because of its mathematical measure. But because of the sacrificial commitment, the resolute desire to be generous on the part of a widow who quite literally kept nothing for herself, didn't know, I suppose, where her next meal would come from if the Lord didn't provide it. It is a, it is a dramatic Picture of generosity and faith. And it captures the last moment of Jesus' public temple ministry. Hey, thanks for listening today. Um, think about your own opportunities for generosity and think about what you hold back that you might find major blessing in giving away. Hey, again, I hope you'll subscribe to our McGregor podcast, and certainly I hope you'll be with us tomorrow as we continue our walk through this this last week before Jesus goes to the cross. Thanks.